Hello, everyone. Welcome to WD Carousel Podcast. My name's Ian. And I'm Crystal. And uh, we're going to do a another continuation of our uh, Parks Best Show countdown for yes, Disney Yes, we are World. going to do our third park, which is Animal Kingdom. But before we do, we have a sponsor for this episode. What? I know. Somebody likes us. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, a word from our sponsor. A trip to Disney should be exciting from the moment you decide to go. Uh, unfortunately, the details of travel, ticket purchase, fast pass scheduling, and meal planning can suck the magic right out of your trip. That's why our friend Jenny started Sea Witch Adventures. Sea Witch Adventures is a personalized trip planning service that puts the magic back into your trip by taking the stress out. You'll get concierge service tailored to the experience you want and on the budget you set. The best part? There is no additional cost because the agents are compensated by Disney and other travel vendors. Follow Sea Witch Adventures on Instagram at seawitch.adventures to find out more. So there we go. Yeah. Check her out. She's awesome. She yes. has an amazing personality just like she us. Really, so. She's really fun. We like <laughs> talk to her just for fun for a while. It was like supposed to be a meeting and we just like started talking to her. So Yeah, it was just funsies. It was a whole thing. So, <laughs> so check her yeah. out. She's she's really personable and she's amazing. So Absolutely. Yeah. And right. on to the show. On to the show. Shows. Right. Shows. So Animal Kingdom is one of my favorite parks, and I'm excited. For those of you who are listening, he did a little dance. I did a little dance, so you might want to just check out the YouTube video for that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've we I don't know how we want to break these okay, down. Okay, so there we'll are start. literally only four main shows <laughs> to Animal Kingdom, which is officially posted specifically timed right. shows let's get that straight yeah. because there are a lot of street performances that right. go on which are still amazing so I highly recommend checking them out I know there's performances that go on in Africa I know yes. that there's performances that go on um on the way to Dino Land, yep. Um, yep. when you're coming off of Discovery Island yes. where you can meet Russell and um Doug from up yep, yep, yep. over across from there. They're they're all over the place. So really go check out those street performances. They are wonderful and those are scheduled, but we went with the shows that are actually found yeah. in the if you need a map and you want to know where right. rides are and that <laughs> right. sort of thing. Right. These are the ones that are listed. So Yeah. Now for- on top of that, too, is some websites claim to be able to track the timetables because there's kind of predicted timetables for those traveling shows. But you never know for sure, so that's what we're. That's and what they we're also with. rotate between, you know, uh, focusing on one or the other. Like they just started about a month ago, a new Bollywood dancing. Um, okay, <laughs> they have a thing in one. India for Bollywood dancing. Yeah, oh, they fun. have a whole Bollywood dancing show, oh, which looks amazing. And I saw some video clips of it. Okay, but. It's not one that they actually have scheduled on the maps for timing and all sure, that, so sure, we're not going to include sure. it, but check it out, because it's yeah. awesome. It sounds very exciting. So, let's start with one of the probably the best-known main shows. I think it's been there since the very beginning. Yes. Um, so... Yeah. So, that is Festival of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. And it can be found right in Africa when you cross over the bridge from Discovery Island into Africa. It's going to be right there on the left-hand side. Also, it is on um, the background walkway to get from Pandora to Africa. So it's right there on that little cusp of where Africa is. We went last time to escape the 
heat, heat yeah, because it is air conditioned, which is great. Um, As I recall, we were just in Pandora and it was very warm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we've been walking back and forth Worth, between Africa yeah. and Pandora a couple yep, times as yep. well. So it gave us a nice break. It's indoors. It is bench style seating, which means that they can squeeze in a lot of people. So it's not like you really have to be too concerned about making sure that you can get a spot for the show. Um, it's a theater in the round. Yep. So yep. everywhere you go, you're going to have a good view. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of engineered that way. It's like almost like kind of like a uh, stadium kind of with lots mm-hmm. of those entrances like that. Uh, and there was something else. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but there was something else I was going to say right now, and I don't remember what it was. You'll remember it's, it in I five will. minutes. Yeah, that's always what happens. It is a very gymnastics-y uh, oh, yeah. Cirque du Soleil. That was what I was going to say. It's like Cirque du Soleil. show yeah. But <laughs> it is it is not like the actual movie The Lion King. Right. They actually have a big division between the two. So unlike other shows that you can find in Disney World where it is a retelling of the story that we know from the movies and yeah. everything, this yeah. is not. Right. Right. This is, uh, it's it's actually exactly as it's described. It's like Festival of the Lion King. It's like that you come out and you kind of walk in. It's almost like kind of like a tribal thing where they come in and it's like they're celebrating the story of like Simba, kind of like the story of the Lion King. So characters come out and interact, but it's in a very like fourth wall breaky kind of way. Like mm-hmm. they come in and they interact with the audience and they, they it, it's more like you're in part of this thing. And it that's kind of one of the reasons it works so well is it's mm-hmm. just sort of like this like kind of celebration. It's like a party that also Cirque du Soleil maybe had something to do with. It's kind of what it, what it Potentially. feels like. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, they have one, like, the, before I even saw the show, I saw a behind the scenes, and they have one scene where it's all the monkeys doing all the bouncing stuff on the trampoline and the yeah. acrobatics that go along with it, and it was amazing, and they are so talented, and yeah. it's really neat to be able to see them do things in the air that I can't even do on land. <laughs> and I can't do on land. That, let's be honest. Like, well, crazy. yeah, I mean, yeah. But anyways, yeah, right. They divide up the audience between four different groups of animals, and you participate. And there's like growling contests, right. and then another time they invite all the kids to come up, and they have like yes instruments for yes. them, and they walk around a circle. It's mm-hmm. very interactive. It's and very in fact, engaging. It's kind of amazing when they bring the kids up there because there's a lot of other like acrobatics going on, and they do an amazing job of keeping the kids out of the way without looking like they're out of the way. Like it's mm-hmm. all extraordinarily well coordinated and I hadn't seen it in a long time since when we until we saw it last and it's just as good as I remember it it's it's really amazing and the singing is really quite amazing as well so yes. it's all very much live performances in terms of the vocals and it's mm-hmm. it's very it's very amazing yeah it's very been, skilled cast very so skilled I would cast. highly recommend yeah checking it out absolutely um the next one we will go to is up a great bird adventure yes i emphasized up, up. because there is an exclamation point. point and it's all caps <laughs> all caps up. up a great bird adventure this replaced the other bird show that was in the um entrance e from africa to asia yeah and it is good i love bird shows I love yeah. animal shows in yeah. general. Yeah. Live animals always add a little bit more interest and a little bit yeah. more, you know, excitement. <laughs> a little fun a little mom little energy. Fun mom energy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to absolutely. the show. I am uh, 
not as thrilled that they included the characters from Up, like Russell and Doug. I mean, yeah. it just felt like they were trying to add in IP where they didn't necessarily See, need to have IP. That is, it's kind of true, and that's that's a thing. And I really haven't seen anything with this new show. Okay. Um, I know that I saw the old show mm-hmm. years ago. And I remember finding it incredible. And I don't know if it's more or less the same kind of concept. It is. It really is. So but they, now they they add in a lot more of the wilderness explorer and I how we're see. all wilderness explorers. Caw, caw, rawr. Uh, and, okay. you know, just really but play up the Russell. Did they? But so Doug, thing. they actually bring them both in, though, at some point? Yes. See, I would almost be okay with it being the wilderness and explorer thing without the characters in it. Like, because then it'd almost make, it'd be kind of, it's like the Festival of the Lion King, where you're kind of, like, part of it, but you're not, like, taking part in the story too dramatically. (laughs) You mean I'm not going to be bouncing on the trampolines with the monkeys? Exactly, that's, exactly. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's... But they don't include Kevin the bird. They don't actually have the bird from Up in the Great Bird Show. Hold on. (laughs) They only recently brought Kevin out into the parks, and Kevin is a walking... Um, Animatron- character. Is he an animatronic? No, he's he's a he's a full body character. How do they do that? Yeah, it's it's interesting, but they don't have Kevin show up in Up a Great Bird, bird Adventure. Bird Adventure, where they have like <laughs> where they have the birds. Uh, birds, yeah. Maybe it's because they are I, afraid that Kevin will scare, scare off the, scare other the birds. I don't know, but a dog's fine. <laughs> yeah, the dog is fine though. Uh, I, it's very weird. Okay, okay, the dog. How do they handle Doug? Doug is... He's just a standing, like... Yeah, he's a standing with his paws up like this, and... And, you know, he says his words like he has still has his... The voice thing. Voice yeah. box on I and like everything. I like you temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. I... Mm-hmm. But I, I the bird show that. was great before. It didn't need to be messed with, is my opinion. Okay. <laughs> so... I, still... Yeah. I mean, a great show. It yeah. is in an open-air theater. They do have a... a roof on it but wind and you know things go on which you know weather (laughs) lizards (laughs) those sorts of things happen lizards and weather in Um, Florida and stuff (laughs) so just be aware of that the queue is all standing outside without a roof unlike the festival of the lion king that actually had a roof for the queue so just be aware if you are seeing some darkish clouds, rain clouds, that you will be, at the very least, in the queue, standing outside. (laughs) Gotcha. And they'd probably cancel the show anyways, because birds go flying, so they're not going to have them out in a rainstorm. Right. I'm trying to picture the space, and all I can really remember is the one for the... Science, uh, the the Minnesota, Minnesota Zoo. Yeah. So I yeah I'm 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 getting there. It's I've, very similar. It's yeah. very similar. It's a more elaborate set, if I'm correct. Correct. Yeah, okay. and a lot more seats because Minnesota is not Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> Though I will say that's a pretty clear amphitheater, but we're not yes. here to uh, promote saw, the Minnesota Zoo. I saw Gaelic Storm at that. Really? Yeah, theater. Yeah. yeah, it's actually a really cool zoo. If I'm perfectly honest. Anyways, Anyways, super related. Go. Okay. <laughs> So, that was Up a Great Bird Adventure. Yes, it was. Uh, and maybe I'll just move on to the Finding Nemo the Musical, which yes. I think is one of the best shows in Walt Disney World. I would agree. It is. I, if you've never seen it, go see it. Uh, it is. I don't. If it's it's like 25 minutes long, 30 minutes no, long. No, it's almost like 40 minutes. It's, it's one of the longer yeah. ones. Yeah. Because it actually plays out like a full musical. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just like the little, like, abbreviated it, yeah, Little Mermaid. Not you know. a retelling. Right. It is the story, but then they also add more songs. Yeah. Um, and because it's a musical, they sing it. So, like, A Great Blue World, 
oh, Big Blue World, whatever it is. Yeah. The one that's in the uh, Nemo ride in Epcot. Yeah. That's um, featured. Yeah, that yeah. one is in the musical as well as some of our other favorites, but then they sing a lot. Like them singing the, we go out and back, back in, in and then out. And then and I'm like, oh, you're you're going to sing that yeah. too? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. And I, you I may along be, with it. You may be curious as to the way they, ha- if you've never seen this show, you may be curious as to the way they handle it. And it's all puppets, but not in a, like a, like a Muppets way. It's more like in a Avenue Q way where everyone is on stage as like kind of dressed up mm-hmm. in like a funny kind of turtleneck, like their character color. Yeah. And then they have these really elaborate uh, kind of on sticks and mm-hmm. and they've got lots of control and they're very emotive and everything, but you can also watch the actor. It's like watching a voice actor act. work at the same time as like the other thing is happening. It's a really neat layering to everything and it makes mm-hmm. it very visually engaging not to mention it's just a visually engaging show to begin with it's very well put together in terms of scenic design and everything it's mm-hmm. it's very set very design's tasteful. amazing yeah the way that they use the stage is wonderful um the cast is creative like you said and i think it, the first time i saw it and saw that gill only had half of a body because they like gave him his face but then they had a straight line down, so he wasn't even that deep, but then the actor behind him was doing all the puppetry work, but like you said, yeah. you could totally see the actor emoting right. at the right. same time he's making the puppet emote. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, It's kind of like okay. motion capture without the motion capture. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's honestly like a unique theater experience, like in its own right. Like it's not even because you're going in to see it like you know, like the Little Mermaid ride. Yeah. Like they're not. Yeah. They're kind of like they're cool and they're very immersive in a Disney way. But like in terms of like seeing a show, like it's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. But like I would say, like Finding of the Musical as a like a show is really good. And the one that stood out to me was the scene with Crush. Yes. Because he's like, like the vocal range on the song he sings is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, I'm trying to remember like the name of the vocal range, but it's very wide, and he has to sing. It's like operatic, not like contralto, uh, countertenor, but it's like it's like almost like that, where it's very mm. high and very wide ranging, and it's a it's a really neat scene. And actually, he's one of the more interesting puppets because he's so big in comparison to Nemo. The writer actually just stands, or the 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 actor just stands on his back. Like he's just like this like fully robotic animatronic that's huge, mm-hmm. and then like the then the puppeteering I can't remember if they they like somebody else puppeteers him below. I can't or, remember, but I can't that would make either. sense. Yeah, but he just like is like on this pedestal above and like does this whole thing, and I remember just being floored by that performance. It was really truly incredible. And when we were talking about like Beauty and the Beast being you know a really high stage show, this is beyond that. Yeah. So. We'll just we'll just say this is this yeah. is pretty much the top stage show stage show in Disney thing. We might be giving a little bit of a preview of how our numbers are going to look, <laughs> and then we'll go to it's tough to be, be a, a bug, bug. <laughs> the final official show at yeah. Animal Kingdom, and that has been there since the very beginning. That it's one a very is very good place to yeah. start. It's in the tree. Yes. So Discovery Island, it's right there. Um, up a great no, not up. Uh, Finding Nemo is in between Asia and Dino Land yes, it's on the walkway. So yeah, it's a the... huge theater. You'll see it as you walk by, just yeah. for location wise. Yeah, but a, it's tough to be a bug is in the actual tree on Discovery Island. Yep. yep. 
It's yeah, and it's a show I've seen a number of. I've basically, except for the last two times I've been to Disney, I've seen it every time. Oh, okay. And it's 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 a really it's like a, the what I would equate it most to like Muppet Vision three D. I was just gonna make yeah. that comparison. Whereas yeah. you love Muppet Vision three D. Uh, it's tough to be a bug, even though it has a lot of the same things. It's a 3D screen screen movie with lots of movie. 4D, and like, there's also you know the characters that will pop out, out of the like top of the theater, yes, and you know interact on the outside like they kind of do in Muppet Vision 3D, but it's primarily screen based. Yeah, and there's seat interaction stuff, seat interaction that's, that's as well as smell, smell interaction stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's actually, if you've got, like, young, young kids, it's actually kind of intense, weirdly. Like, as a very young person, like, and if you have, an, like, arachnophobia, I would I would <laughs> caution you to not go see it. What? Yeah. It's, I, I don't dislike it. I will say that, like, if they had to, if they're like, we're killing off one show, you have to choose if you want to keep Muppet Vision 3D or if it's to be a bug, I would take Muppet Vision any day of the week. It's just... The problem for me with It's Tough to Be a Bug is that it's sort of, like, it was there, basically, by Eisner to, like, promote it's um, a, bug's a Bug's Life, life. which is, like, so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long ago that it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, that's relevant. Like, it's just... But it gives something else to do in a theme park that is trying not to be a zoo... Right, but it is a glorified zoo. Let's right. be honest. I would I would argue now at this point in time, it's gotten to be a lot more diverse mm-hmm. with the stuff in Pandora, yes. the stuff at with, with having um, Expedition Everest there. Well, now it has more stuff to do. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I still like the aspect of having more shows, and as you saw us kind of complain, there are only four here already, so I feel like they kind of need to keep it stuff to be a bug, yeah. just to have some more filler that is right. not walking another path oh, absolutely. for animals. Not saying that that's bad, but... I, I love... Is it Maharaja Jungle Track? I yeah. think it's actually, like... It's ama- It's like so. It's like the most immersive walk you will ever take in terms of being like, I'm in Central Florida, but I, I couldn't be in India, right? I could, mm-hmm. maybe... So it's cool, but yeah, absolutely. If you want to vary it, it's definitely a nice way to flesh it out. However, I will say, I would not be against them. Of the four of them, I would say it's the weakest. The weakest. And it's just, they've got that space on there. I think there's another show they could put in there in using the same space that would be more a little more relevant to today. That might have been a good one for Up. Yeah, they could have done something with Up there. I think you've... You've got definitely, like, a 3D, 4D experience and up. You could totally have something. Yeah. I don't know. I I definitely think that It's Tough to Be a Bug might be <laughs> a little on the... Probably. On the, on the weak side, but... So, know. ranking these... Probably won't be too terribly no. hard. So, number four, It's Tough to Be a Bug. Yep. I agree. Number three would probably be Up. Up! Up! A Great Bird, Bird Adventure. <laughs> and then I would go Festival of the Lion King and then Finding Nemo. You know what? I would. I totally agree. Good. I yeah, because Festival of the Lion King, you could be like, it's classic and and very good, and it is still very good. It is. Because it used to be the main the main guy in Festival of the Lion King used to be the same actor for like three times that I went to visit Disney. <laughs> and this, again, this was when I was younger, so it'd be like four or five year stretches before we'd go see him. And he literally was the same guy, and he was amazing. This really mm-hmm. amazing voice. And now they've kind of updated it, and it's a new a new guy and their whole cast is still amazing 
but uh, he's not quite as strong in the guy that we saw. Festival of the Lion King feels more like a park show. Yep. Finding Nemo feels like, like a Broadway show. A Broadway show. It really so does. So it's not saying that Festival of the Lion King is bad. Right. It's great. It's very interactive. It includes kids. It gets you going. Yes. Keeps you engaged. Yes. As a park show should. Yes. But Finding Nemo is just that step above it is and it's it's still it's still engaging to the kids and that's the other thing too is it's like it's like a broadway show quality production but it's still got that really high end 16 experience. years later right right and it's just it's it's pretty amazing what i just said i say finding nemo festival lion king we're gonna say we we're going with finding, finding nemo. nemo that's what i thought i said okay a good musical okay good i don't know I don't at know this point in time said. we were it's talking fine. you knew what we were talking yeah, we, about you can go back and listen we can't but Mark. you can uh, but yeah, I really, it's, it's really an engaging thing, even though it's, we're saying it's Broadway quality, yeah. but it's also, it's, it's, I would say that for me, I think that Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo are, my recommendation to go see are at almost equal level, but in terms of like, just like quality, like full quality in every aspect, Finding Nemo wins. I that's, would agree. That's kind of, that's I kind of where, I, where I put it. Those two shows are musts. Uh, when you go, I if you only have one chance to go to Animal Kingdom, make sure you plan for those, as well as you know hitting the rides and doing all the other stuff. But the other ones, they're good. Yeah, they're good time wasters. Yeah, if you don't have a fast pass to something and don't want to wait in the line <laughs> or walk one of the trails. Yeah, um, safari. Your safari doesn't go on for another hour or so. You mm-hmm. know, something to do. Yeah. But definitely Finding Nemo, number one. Yeah. Hands down. And absolutely, see, and it's really hard not to run into a street show. Mm -hmm. They're happening a lot, and they're often some of the most engaging in the park. Yes. So definitely, like, I know, like, every time we go by, in Discovery Island, we always go by the bucket drummer kind of guys. Like, they're not bucket drummers, they're actually, like, real drummers and dancers, Mm -hmm. and it's... It's, and it's then there's amazing. that one in the African Bazaar right there, too. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. And just, just... When you're wandering, just go, like, immerse yourself in these different countries that they've built up, or worlds, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pandora's not a country. It's not. It's not. But, no. uh, but of course, that really doesn't have a lot of stage shows either, or... It doesn't. It has... It street has... performers. They have the one walking... Guy. Yeah. Robot guy. Right. And it's... And it's... It's more in the line of, like, the Jedi training kind of... Mm-hmm line of stuff it's kind of more ip based kind of walking show thing where they're kind of it kind of feels like a carnival barker and you just kind of try to just draws you in it's not really a kind of show on its own but uh, all very engaging stuff i think it's a it's a very it's a very immersive park mm-hmm. and there's a lot of immersive stuff that they try to do to kind of bring it all in and so it's it's a lot of fun so Anyway, I just like Animal Kingdom. So I do, too. It is one of the parks that I wish I could spend more time at. Um, it just doesn't seem to be top priority whenever we go down to make sure that we spend a good amount of time um, there. We'll have to change that. Yeah, we'll have to really focus Yeah, one of these times when we go down. But that's, yeah. our, that's our show for the day, folks. Yeah, that is our show for the day. <laughs> so don't forget to subscribe to us on Patreon. Yes. Support our, your local nerds. Yeah. and on that note thank you so much for uh, listening and watching my name's Ian and I'm Crystal this has been WD Carousel the podcast and we hope you all have a great big beautiful tomorrow bye everybody beautiful tomorrow just a dream away